What's poppin' everyone? Blake's take back at you with another episode of the local and national sports from the Willamette Valley and beyond. Hope you're all having a good one today. We're gonna go right into it with Tom Brady. He is supposed to go in a minor knee surgery this offseason, and this was not a result of, let's say, an exciting championship day parade on Wednesday. Even though that Super Bowl pitching test was the Brady's pass I've ever seen in Brady's illustrious career, this was not a recent injury. And Brady has been planning this procedure for months. Brady was not listed on the Bucks injury report all season. He was listed on the report once as not injury related when he was given a handful of off days by Coach Bruce Arians, something that the Bucks also gave to Rob Gronkowski and on and other veteran players just for some time and some rest. So no, it is not a major panic, ACL tear, career ender for Tom Brady. Tough luck, NFL. Tommy Boy is coming back fresher and healthier than ever, just fixing up some things so that he can be even better next year. So, <laughs> sorry to say, but Tom Brady's coming back next year, and he's most likely going to fight right back in that in the to be a playoff championship contender. So, no, nothing to worry about, just some minor knee tweaks that he's going to get fixed that were just bothering him. And so, <laughs> if that didn't show enough already... Tom Brady. We just thought Tom Brady was insane enough, him playing at 43. But apparently he was 43, playing on a bad knee against Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh my goodness, this man is just incredible. As far as NBA, let's talk some LeBron James, man. This dude has been put through the ringer this past few games, and last night was no different. The Thunder really dominated the first half, leading by as much as 20 in this game. But LeBron shortened the lead to 10 before halftime with the same playmaking skills of his own. The players kept battling back and then got two key buckets midway through the fourth by Montrez Harold and Kyle Kuzma to take their first lead of the game after trailing 20 at one point, let's not forget. Down to just under a minute we go, where Lou Dort drove to the basket for the end one to take the one-point lead. The Lakers would tack on two more points, and now it was LeBron's, the the Thunder would tack on two more points to get a three-point lead, and now it was in LeBron's hands, down three. LeBron pulled up from beyond the arc with 20 seconds remaining and drained the dagger to send this one into OT for his third straight game in OT. Great clutch shot by LeBron there. It, on to overtime we go. It was tied a, a, a 111 apiece with 40 seconds remain, 46 seconds remaining until LeBron kicked it out to Wesley Matthews for the key shot down the stretch. Then everyone held their breath at the ending of this one when the Thunder tried to inbound it to Al Horford. Yet LeBron stole it and tossed it back to OKC. They would try and get a shot up, but they just didn't have enough time. The Lakers win their third straight in overtime, which is a franchise record and is the first time in the entire NBA to reach such a feat since the 07 Wolves. James had 25 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds for the defending NBA champs, who survived their third consecutive overtime game. Montrezl Harrell scored 20 points and Dennis Schroeder had 19 and 7 rebounds as the record railed back from another huge deficit and again showed just enough late game poise to win this one. With all these overtime games combined with the loss of AD due to an Achilles injury, there is a lot of rising concern in LeBron's amount of minutes being played. 
It is the first time he has clocked 40 or more minutes in three consecutive regular season games since January of 2017 while he was doing it with Cleveland, absolutely carrying them to a championship. He's doing it now at age 36. Personally, I'm not concerned at all because the fact of the matter in is LeBron James is the most well-maintained athlete I have ever seen to walk the planet Earth. This man improves as he gets older. He has shown that he can still be an MVP candidate at 36 and absolutely still lead teams to championships and championship contenders. And he has expressed to the public that he spends over a million dollars a year on just maintaining his body and his health. This man takes recovery very, very seriously. So if you're worried about anyone getting fatigued, it surely ain't LeBron James. So, just don't be worried about LeBron. He is going to be perfectly fine. He maintains his body well. And he's just battling, keeping the Lakers good until uh, AD gets back and just really keeping them on their win streak and keeping them going, keeping the momentum swinging for these NBA champs to try to repeat. As far as other more outlandish NBA news, Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young has been fined $20,000 for directing inappropriate language toward a game official. The incident occurred on the final possession of the Hawks' 118-117 loss to the Dallas Mavericks on Wednesday at American Airlines Center. Young had been knocked down to the floor while setting a screen on Dallas center Wiley Cooley Stein before the inbound pass with 4.7 seconds remaining, preventing him from getting the ball as the ball was designed as the play was designed. After Daniel Golliner's difficult buzzer beater attempt clanked off the rim, Young ripped out the mouthpiece and stomped toward the referee Josh Tiven to protest the critical no call that he was furious about. After the game, the head official stated that the contact from Callie Stein was deemed incidental, so he did not blow the whistle. Tiven said that the officiating crew came to the same conclusion after reviewing the video video of the play post-game. Under the playing rules, Dallas Willie Callie Stein was entitled to a normal step on a screen from behind, which he took and which led to the incidental and legal contact between Callie Stein and Trey Young. The league said so NBA called it a legal foul young stated I'm not going to run away from the ball with four seconds left and we're trying to win the game I'm not going to fall just to fall at the end that's just more the most frustrating part not really having an opportunity to make a play at the end of the game is just really frustrating so I can definitely see where young is coming from but from a referee standpoint I would have nece- wouldn't have necessarily called this one an offensive foul it was a tough judgment, especially now that flopping is such a popular trend in the NBA. And not to say that Young flopped, but it has become a popular thing for players to just flop and over-exaggerate. But it, it, there definitely was some contact there, but I believe that it was legal and it wasn't too much to call a foul. So all I'm saying is that the call could have gone either way and it just happened to go in the favor of the Mass, and they get the dub. And unfortunately, Young just has to accept that now moving forward. As far as local sports, remember last week when the Ducks and the Beavs played on the same night and things went really well for the Beavs against Washington, but not so good for the Ducks against Washington State? Well, it was the opposite tonight with the Ducks getting the much-needed win against Arizona State. 
The Ducks have fought through pauses, long breaks between games and practices without a full roster, yet they may finally be rounding the corner and turning themselves into a contender once again in the Pac-12 race and maybe even squeeze their way in back into the top 25. Eugenio Marayu had 18 points and 10 rebounds. Chris Dewart had 18 points and Oregon outscored Oregon State 75-64. It's exciting because we've got our whole team now. And if we can avoid any more pauses, I think we can get better and better and better. Oregon coach Dana Altman said, We've got a lot of upside if we can keep everyone going. Oregon got a big lift from Dewart's return in the first half and held off the Sun Devils' comeback attempt win for the second time in three games since returning from its second COVID-19 pause. Very exciting stuff going down for the Ducks, who now have a solid 11-4 record. I'm so excited to see if they can turn it up with their full roster. 11-4 ain't bad, and if they can keep healthy and stay out of the COVID stuff, they will be in the top 20, top 25 contender, and they will be a Pac-12 championship contender fighting for a spot in the NCAA tournament. Unfortunately, things haven't been going so well recently for the Bees. James Akingo and Benedict Marthrin had eight, 14 points each on Thursday night, and Arizona bounced back from the two straight road losses for a 70-61 win over Oregon State. Jared Lucas and Ethan Thompson had 13 points for the, each for the Beavs, going on 10-9 of shooting and 6-7 of of shooting, while Gianna Hunt added 12 points, and Worth TC also scored 10. So it's not like the offense did bad by any means. Several, Four of the five starters scored in double digits, and then we had uh, 12 off the bench by Jared Lucas. But the Bees just got in deep tra- foul trouble in this one. Oregon State committed 26 fouls to Arizona's 12, and the Wildcats capitalized on that by outscoring the Bees 23-6 at the foul line, 14-1 in the second half. I like their aggressiveness by the Bees defense, but maybe just lighten up a little bit so we can catch the dub next time because the offense was great, absolutely fantastic. They have really gotten their offense together, scoring double digits in basically every game for like five games now, five games straight. But it's just a little too much uh, physicalness on the defensive part. So so hopefully that they they can fix that and just make sure that they still keep their solid defense because it was solid defense, but they just got a little too physical when Arizona was going up for shots and stuff, and that's what ultimately cost them in this game. And Maybe work on some free throw shooting too because that would help them. They got outscored 14-1 to in the second half by just free throws alone. So work on free throws, work on the defense, and then we'll be top golden again for the Bees. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you appreciated all the stuff with the Bees and the Ducks and basketball teams. Tom Brady's little fun knee surgery, you could say. Just a little fix-up on him before he comes back better than ever next season. Hope you all enjoyed that. You can catch me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all have a great rest of your night, and I'll see you all tomorrow.